I haven't done this show since April 16th of last year, 2020. Now we're gonna go, and now it's the theme song. Loitering in Wonderland, Westworld Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW Westworld Review, episode 23. For Westworld 301, Parche Domine. Beautiful. I said it flawlessly. I totally didn't look up beforehand how to pronounce that in, in authentic Italian. Nope. Nope. It didn't, didn't at all. Oh, please don't stay mad at me forever. Anyway, I cannot remember much of season two. Almost nothing. Uh, I had to watch a couple recap videos uh, online, and that didn't really help because there's a lot that fucking happens, and all of it's really convoluted at the end with all the Charlotte Dolores dying and coming back and dying and coming back, and I got really confused. I could have listened to my recap episode, but I didn't. I just watched some recaps online. Uh, the official HBO ones, which left me with nothing, so I had to go back and skim through the episode. Didn't really help either. I could sit down and rewatch it all and re-listen to it all, but I'm not gonna. So, especially since season three appears to be completely separated from everything else. I mean, you've still got the same characters, a lot of the same characters, uh, but I don't think we really need to know what's going on. As far as who's who, I don't remember if Charlotte's actually Charlotte or if they killed her and now she's a robot. I don't really know. I think that's what's going on. I thought I remember uh, Bernard shooting Dolores, but apparently she's back. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. Season two was kind of lackluster. Uh, I didn't hate it as much as most people did. I found some things to enjoy, but overall, I remember it. So let's just get on with this shit show here. <sighs> okay, there's a guy. Let's just begin. I, I, I want to be really loose with this because it is... There's a lot of new characters, and I don't, they don't tell you their names until the end of the scene, so my notes are a little fucked. So, Anyway, uh, we see a guy screaming. He's Gerald, I believe. Could be someone else. I don't know. Everyone looks the fucking same. He's screaming at some holograms about how he wants to sell his stocks. And we don't know it's a hologram yet, but he's yelling at them, and he wants to sell it. And the, the guy's like, oh, we can't. They, they put a freeze on it until they figure out what's going on because he has some Delo stocks, and there was a massacre that killed over 100 people or something like that. And he basically says he can't. And then he makes the guy go away. And I was like, oh, that guy was a hologram. Okay, good to know. we got that going on. Later, uh, uh, well, Jer Jer goes to Gerald, Gerald goes to bed. He tells his wife, you don't go out tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. He wakes up and he's tied tied up in his bed. None of his stuff works. None of his uh, like Alexas and, and Ceres. None of, the, none of that shit works. He goes out, stumbles out eventually and finds Dolores. Um... He says, she says to him that he used him, she, sorry, he used Dolores at his first marriage, like bachelor party. So he fucked her, was basically what I'm trying to say. She was, as we saw earlier, she was kind of the, the whore pretty much that, that he would, that, uh, I don't know if it was, uh, Ford or the other guy, the, the Irish dude that brought him to parties and would just let him fuck the robots, the robots. Anyway, he's walking around his estate. He has a giant mansion, a giant yard. And he's seeing his wife at like various points in time. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Who's, who's this? Who, who's she? And then she, he says that um, his wife drank too much and then slipped into the pool. And that's how she died. And he's like, yeah, huh? Yeah. He cover up a lot of people. A lot of people cover that up, huh? And then she makes him transfer money to Dolores, which is a ton of money. And then he picks up a golf club after she walks away and he goes to swing it at her. And then she like, blips out of existence and is suddenly behind him i don't know how she did that i don't, I don't fucking know i don't get it 
And then he swings the club, and then he falls and hits his head in the pool and drowns. And his wife comes out, his real wife, and uh, she's like, what happened? He goes, I free-. she goes, I freed you. I don't know if she's a robot. I'm assuming so. I, I don't know. I don't know who this character is or why he matters. Turns out he doesn't really because he's fucking dead already. But his son's in later on. We see a thing after the opening credits. This is anomaly detected in Los Angeles. We, we therefore are in Los Angeles. Aaron Paul is, is new on the show. I'm so glad he's here because I was like, oh, a familiar face. Oh, great. He, he, uh, he plays Caleb. <clears throat> Excuse me. He play, I just did an, two episodes of the LAW Orville review, so my throat is going to be gone, especially because I have another three-hour show tonight of Twilight Zone. So, oh, my God, my voice is going to be done. And then two more shows tomorrow. Uh, anyway, um, he wakes up in bed. He ignores a call from someone named Francis. Uh, and I guess his job is that he fixes robots because he's up on a scaffolding with a robot. Um, some people in this future world of Los Angeles have implants, and they take a weird communion chip at bed, which we saw Gerald did it, did in the beginning. I don't know why you put it in your mouth, but apparently that does something. And Aaron Paul's with his mom, who's in a hospital bed, and she takes one of those. And then he says something kind to her, and she's a total bitch back to him. And we don't see her again the rest of the episodes. I don't know if it's going to matter. At this point, I'm like, this feels like an episode of Black Mirror. Because he's on a cell phone, and there's an app called Rico. And it lets you choose what crime you want to commit. And I guess Aaron Paul's whole thing is he doesn't do any... Uh, personal crimes which is like murder or rape i don't know who would request you rape someone but i don't know but he doesn't murder or kidnap or anything like that he just kind of does minor you know carjackings and stuff he goes around he meets uh i forget the fuck the person uh, lena waith and marshawn lynch and they have a weird thing where they can play music in their chips and they steal fucking something i i had no idea what was happening for most of this episode so it's going to be a lot of that, where they did something. I, I don't like Black Mirror, so I didn't really care for this opening. And it reminded me of like a, a Blade Runner. And I, I don't really care for Blade Runner. I like the look of it, but that's about it for Blade Runner. I, I just don't get why people love that movie. But um, we see a board meeting, which is where I got my uh, poster for. And it's Charlotte. Uh, she shows up at the meeting. And she decides that they're going to keep making house. And then... They're all, all, everyone else in the board meeting is like, how could you do that? They're, you know, we're literally dead people over this and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it was one person who did it. And I was like, William Bernard, it must be Bernard because then we, we cut to him and he's living in like a weird commune and a meatpacking commune and he shaved his head. He's on a farm and he's doing weird tests on himself where he's, he's, as we have previously seen in the show where he did to Dolores and then, uh, Ford did to him you know, he would quiz himself. He, they would quiz him and be like, what, what's really happening? Or what are you hiding from me? He's doing it to himself, though. He, like, presses a little garage door opener and makes himself answer truthfully. And he's like, when's the last time you've seen Dolores? And he, he changes over, presses the garage door button. And he's like, 92 days. And he's like, would you lie to me? Presses it again. He's like, no, I wouldn't. Why would I lie to you? Me? It's fucking weird. I like this stuff, though. That's fun. The robot stuff's fun. Once you start getting into augmentations and people and, and gadgets and gizmos and, and future crimes, I'm, I, I get lost and I just kind of tune out after a while. But Dolores, she shows up at a party. She kisses some guy, and I looked it up, and some guy named Liam. Liam. Uh, one of his friends gets high and starts to rave about living in the fucking Matrix. And wouldn't that be great of Delos if there's a second layer to this and we're still in the, we're still in the Matrix and blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, Tommy Flanagan shows up. He has a character named Martin Connells. Connells. I call him Tommy Flanagan for all of my notes, so I'm just going to say Tommy Flanagan. The guy from Sons of Anarchy and, and whatnot. He shows up and he tells Liam to go somewhere. I don't remember where. Um, that doesn't fucking matter. <coughs> Voice is going out. I apologize if I cough during this. It's it's. I have a weak voice for a man who has to talk into a microphone all the time. It just goes out so quick. And then it'll come back just fine later. And then it goes out again. It's just, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, anyway, Caleb is at a job interview. Um, he's still talking to the voice in his head. We don't know what the fuck that is. Um, I wrote down, is he a robot? Which ends up being correct. Um, he sees the therapist and he talks about being watched close by some program. And I'm thinking Caleb is a robot too. He Like a full-on robot. I don't know though, but... Why else would he be watched by a program, and why else would the therapy... It's like he has to have therapy of some kind. I don't know why he's going... I'm not crying. Why he's going to this therapist. I have no idea. Um, afterward, the Rico app shows up again. It gives two options. It's like... it's The, the Rico app is very uh, not safe for work, because it's like, fuck yeah, you made money when, it, when you do the crime. But one of the options says, uh, one of the buttons he can press says, no, I like being basic. And the other one is, fuck yeah. And apparently that's how you agree to it, to, to do a crime. Um, he goes to a party, and there's naked men everywhere. And then there's like two men tied to chairs with bags in their heads. I don't know what the fuck that was. Are they robots? Who knows? Um, one of their their friends is, is overdosing on some sort of weird beta software. He took one of those chips, and he's just like screaming, like, the shadow people, the shadow people. I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Okay, I already saw some dicks a moment ago. I guess we're just doing this because he's fully nude. We see his dick. We see a lot of dicks. No titties. This is the dick season. Okay. I always talked about how it should come full circle where the men have to do just as much nudity as the women. And apparently we're here. I have no... I don't really complain about it because I just don't... I see the dick and I look away. Or or maybe I stare at it. What the fuck's it to you? But I don't, I don't get offended by it. But I don't want it to rely on it too much because... Same with the women. I don't want to throw that too much because then you're fucking Game of Thrones sometimes. Just too much. Anyway, I sound like I'm really uh, crying. <laughs> My voice is going out so bad. I apologize. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. I'm drinking some uh, some Sierra Mist, trying to get to calm down, but it just won't sometimes. Anyway, he goes to, uh, yeah, uh, oh, sorry. The, the guy overdoses and starts to freak the fuck out, and, and uh, Caleb's like, why don't we just take him to the police? And he's like, he's taking illegal software. He'll get arrested. And he's like, that same as the rest of us, motherfucker. I don't give a shit. Let's get him out of here. And then uh, Marshawn Lynch is there, and he has a shirt that reads, like, different feelings on his chest, and it changes to show his mood because it goes from, like, amused to angry, and he punches the, the dude that's freaking out, knocks him the fuck out. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Okay. I didn't. I thought it was just a shirt with one lit up, but apparently it's a mood-changing shirt. I had no idea. Fun. Um, Dolores and Liam, they arrive at a house. And I don't know if it's his house, but he immediately has to go to a meeting. And she's like, ah, oh, it's fine. I'll meet up with you later. I'll, I'll find something to do for an hour. And then she takes a, she steals a weird Tron bike. And then Tron music starts. And then she drives around and she spies on Liam in his meeting. And he has a meeting with Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. And they talk about just stuff. Just A lot of this is just talking about stocks and selling stocks. And, and what are you investing in? And uh, stocks, sell my stock. Dello stock. I don't trust the stock to be so stocky. This stock's all stocked. It's overstocked. I want to be understocked in, in Dello stock. So I just tune out. And I don't want to tune out during Westworld because I love this show. 
And I do want to say right now that it was directed by Jonathan Nolan and written. And I love Jonathan Nolan. I will get to him at the end here because I do have some questions about him that I kind of answered, but I want to, I want to pose them in a different light. But he directed the episode. He did a really good job. Uh, his brother is obviously Christopher Nolan, who's a, is an amazing director. And Jonathan Nolan, is, this episode looks beautiful. It's, it's great. I just didn't care about a lot of the themes that I'm watching here. But nothing against Jonathan Nolan or anything like that. It's just personal preference, really. Um, which it shouldn't be a personal preference because I love this show. So maybe it is his fault. I don't know. I don't want to blame him, though. Because I just found myself losing interest. I mean, like, oh, yeah. Maybe that's on me. I don't know. Uh, probably. Um, anyway, then we see Bernard. <clears throat> he gets in a fight and he kills a couple of meatpacker guys. Guys, I don't know why he kills them. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're after. All I know is he killed them. And then he switches the garage door flicker over. And he's kind of looks around like, oh, okay, that happened. wonder if I probably killed him, right? It's like two sides of him that he doesn't know. He basically he has his own Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde switch on himself. And it's the size of a garage door opener and looks exactly like one. Um, Caleb had a job interview earlier. He doesn't get the job. He gets a phone call. And he's like, what can I change about myself to do that? And he's like, well, we really liked your, uh, really liked you. It's just we don't have anything that fits you. And he's like, well, what can I do to, to do better in the future? And it's silent. And he's like, I don't want to sound rude, but are you human? And it's like, I'd be glad to help. It's clearly a robot, an AI. <clears throat> By the way, on this show, on this podcast, if I say robot... Just know I either mean robot, full-on Dolores robot, or I mean the AI, like uh, some sort of Alexa thing. That's It's all going to be robot to me. Just go ahead and accept that fact and, and don't bitch about it because it's you're not going to change my mind. I'm just going to say robot for everything. Um, Dolores coerces Liam and she's trying to coerce him into telling, him, telling her who, she, who he works for. Good God, that took a while to get out. Um, and, and then we kind of realized, I mean, I already suspected it, but this is uh, Gerald's son. So she's the one that killed his dad because uh, uh, Liam mentions that his dad just died. I, was, I wasn't aware if he knew her yet, knew or not yet, because he didn't mention it. So now that he has, he, he is aware. Um, Tommy Flanagan comes out of nowhere and he gives a little electric, electricity to her neck and she falls down. And he tells Liam, like, this isn't who she says, she's not who she says he is. She is. Oh, man, gender pronouns are just the fucking worst for me. <clears throat> um, I guess she faked documents, and he goes, the person she's pretending to be does, died or is gone or some fucking shit like that. Like She stole someone's identity, basically. He drags her away, gets her in a car, and they drive off. And at this point, I wrote down, I have a feeling this whole season will be tech nonsense, and I'm not wrong so far. Uh, in the car, Tommy Flanagan has another guy drug Dolores trying to overdose her. But he's just like, I gave her two, and she just won't. She won't go down. She won't fucking die. I don't know where this car drives up without a driver. All the men get shot, and Tommy Flanagan's character drives away. And we get a cool scene where Dolores kills some guys and gets in a car, and you can see the person getting up behind the car in the has a little uh, reverse screen, and you see him get hit, and then she runs over him, then she goes forward again, runs over him again. Pretty cool shot. I really did enjoy that scene. That was uh interesting it's weird that i haven't seen the backup camera come into a movie yet but there we go um caleb um he goes off on the voice in his head who was played by uh i call him kid cutie because that's i can pronounce it that way c-u-d-i i'm calling it cutie kid cutie kid cutie um he he, he starts to go like i don't want to listen to you anymore like what that's not how you would handle this because you didn't make it you don't have to live in this world and then we see that 
during some mission that they had when they were, you know, probably starting off, do, you know, stealing cars and shit, uh, the voice died. The guy who plays the voice, I guess his name is Francis. He died. And so he's just hanging on his head. But then it's revealed that Caleb goes, I'm going to go find, I need to go find someone, someone real. And he goes, unsubscribe. There's a long pause and you, get, and you hear Francis go, if, if you want to unsubscribe, you have to confirm. And Caleb's like, confirm. And it's like, I'm sorry you've unsubscribed. <laughs> it's like this little little audio thing. And he just puts it in his pocket. <clears throat> it's a lot of talking through your through your uh, Bluetooth earpiece thing. But we don't know when he has it in his ear. So I guess he just always does. Unless we see it put it in his pocket. I don't... That's why I'm like, oh, shit's happening. I just don't care. When, once it starts to get too techy, I just kind of glaze over. I, and I don't focus on it. Because it's just... I'm like, I'll wait for them to explain this to me. Because I don't I don't know. Uh, Dolores, uh, she's... Oh, sorry. See, Tommy Flanagan's character walking up to the house. Del- Dolores comes out of nowhere, shoots him a couple times in the leg. He falls down. And she's like... She does this weird, creepy, ominous speech. About how the new gods are coming and they're very angry. And then we see a robot Tommy Flanagan come out of nowhere, and he blows the brains out of the real Tommy Flanagan, and he, he's, he kills him. And I was like, all right, we're doing this. We're, we got full-on robot replicas now. I mean, they did mention last season that they have, that they're cloning, basically, you know, quote, cloning people. That they're, all the guests that come there, they're, they're taking the information for it so they can make people. I don't know why they're doing that, but they're doing it. That's what the whole last season was about. Um, there's a shootout. Uh, right after they kill Tommy Flanagan, all the guards hear it and they come out and there's a big ass shootout. Dolores is blowing dudes away. But then we see Caleb and he kind of hears the, the shooting and I'm like, oh, he's nearby. Okay, interesting. They're, we're finally going to get our two storylines and they're going to cross over. And then uh, Dolores kills the last guy, but it looks like she's shot in the gut. She's kind of walking away. Um, Caleb finds her in a, in a dirty, disease-ridden uh, alleyway and he, he holds her and then she falls to the ground and he holds her. And it's like the music starts to swell. I'm like, oh, it's the end. Oh, wait, no, there's 13 minutes left in this video that I'm watching. And I was like, what the fuck else are they going to do? Well, then it cuts to Bernard, and he's walking around some place. Some, I don't know. I, I don't even know. He's walking around, and he asks the locals for Westworld. And they kind of point, and they get on a boat, and then they drive away. So Bernard's going back to Westworld for some fucking reason. That's interesting. I'm looking forward to that. And then it goes credits. And I'm like, oh, well, there's still 12 minutes left. What the fuck? But then, after a couple credits, we get another, we get a marvelous sequence where Maeve wakes up in a chair, and she has a gun, and she looks around, she sees a dead guy, she sees an alive guy tied to a chair, and she walks over to him, and she takes it off, and the guy starts speaking German, she goes over to the window, looks out, and it's Nazi-occupied France, I'm guessing, it looks kind of like France, and I was like, so they have a new place there fucking nazi land like westworld nazi world what what the what the fuck fun is that oh my god that sounds so exciting what a fun park delos good job guys certain people unless you're unless it's like inglorious bastards nazi hunting i don't know what fun you would have maybe it's a little cathartic if you're jewish especially but i don't know what else that park would be for because you can choose to be a nazi in this world that is not that's not a precedence i want to set on on the world that it's okay to go there and reenact being a Nazi. Holy shit. What a, what a confusing park. What, why, why does that exist is beyond me. At this point, the episode's over. But my still, still keeps playing. And it does the next time on thing. Only the problem is it didn't say next time. So I'm sitting here watching going, 
is this still post-credit sequences? And I'm like, oh, no, I think it's due next time. It just never said next time on Westworld. Like every fucking show in existence has ever done when they do the next time. So I, I fast forward to that, and then I realized there's a little making of thing, apparently. And it's called Creating Westworld's Reality Video. Creating Westworld's Reality. It's a video. I wrote my notes weird. And I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm like, oh, that's what's... Like, they're answering my questions, that like basic questions. I'm like, I had no idea what Bernard was doing. Apparently, he is the one that's framed, because uh, the, 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 the act, Jeffrey Wright mentions that. And I'm like, okay, there you go. And they mentioned a few more things, and I went, oh, that makes more sense. So I'm really glad I watched it, because it. I almost feel like you should watch it ahead of time, so that you know what the fuck you're going to watch. And that's what, that's what that means. And I'm like, why do I need, like, a weird... Uh, Little, why do I have to watch a video? Oh man, I'm flustered. Why do we, why do I need to watch a, a post video of the episode to understand the episode I watched? This isn't a fucking David Lynch movie. I don't need a little cheat sheet to the to the episode. I wasn't like horribly confused. There's just some questions I had where I'm like, I don't know what this is going on. I bet if I rewatched it, I'd be fine. But I really don't want to, to be honest. Maybe I will after the season. I don't know. I'll watch all three. I think they're only doing four seasons. So maybe when it's all done, when it's all said and done, I'll go back and rewatch it all. But just knowing that season one is such a fucking masterpiece high point is going to be upsetting That when, once you get past it. Because you're like, oh, it's just Peter's out from here. Great. I can't wait. Hopefully the rest of season three I like. Because I like the ending of this episode. Um, but I have a... Here's my question I, I posed earlier about the Nolan Brothers. Christopher. Christopher... Christopher Nolan, and I like to point the lens at this, and I really get my characters a chance to shine. He does, he does, he has the British accent. I'm not doing a good version of his accent, but that's very thick. Not very thick, just a, a British accent. Clearly a British accent. And then you get Jonathan Nolan, like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what to do, so I, I was like, oh, fuck this. I'm just going to go in there and shoot. I'm like, you guys are six years apart. How the fuck are you very, very, very British, and you are Chicago? I don't know. You sound like Dan Aykroyd is the only person I know with a Chicago accent. You sound like you're doing a Dan Aykroyd impression. Only sometimes, though. Only on certain words and, and phrases that I picked up on. Because I'm from, like, r- a couple hours away from Chicago. So I pick up on that a little quicker than most, probably. Kind of like if you were, you know, British. You pick up on exactly where they're from, just based on their British accents, because it's very regional. Um, you, you're used to picking up on the accent. So I heard that, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I went and looked it up. And apparently Jonathan did it on purpose. Like he moved to Chicago and then very purposely lost his accent. I don't know why, but that's fucking funny. And it's weird. And it probably helped him in his career because he sounds American. I don't know. I don't I don't know why he did it. I, I have no idea. It's just got to be a weird conversation with him and his family. Because it just sounds nothing like that. It's like if I went out and learned German and went back to my family. I could probably go to Nazi land and learn German. And then went back to my family reunion and be like, Auf Wiedersehen. Like, and they're like, who the f- why the fuck is he talking like that? I don't understand a word he's saying. I'd be like, oh, not, and I, don't, I don't know the German, so I can't really say it. But that, that level of weirdness where you're like, our son is not American? Fucking weird. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. I ended the episode a while ago. I just kept talking. Kind of like this episode. Um, anyway, I'm looking forward to certain things. I want to know what's going on with Caleb and Dolores because he got her. I'm really looking forward to Bernard. I hope they do something cool with that. I don't know how many characters they're going to bring back. Apparently Maeve is here and she's in Nazi land. Or, or Nazi world. I don't I don't know where the fuck that's going. Maybe she just has to escape. She clearly still remembers or at least has like those trace memories. Because when she wakes up she like grabs her gut because she was shot. When she was trying to go through the uh, 
when she's leading all those Indian kids and, and family members out the hole when they're just falling from cliffs to their death. But she got shot there in the stomach trying to save them and her daughter. So I, I, she clearly fucking remembers or, or at least she feels like, oh, like her memory just kind of kicked that into it and that's it. I'm looking forward to finding out what everything I just said in a jumbled mess. I'm looking forward to finding out those answers. I don't know. Uh, but episode 302 is The Winter Line. Ooh. And it's got a picture of Maeve on IMDb. I'm not going to look what the episode's about because I never do. But yeah, it's an okay episode. I'm going to go ahead and I'll give it I'll give it a 7. There's I liked it enough. Like it sounds like I'm being really negative about it, but I did enjoy it for the most part. It's just I got lost in the tech babble. I got lost in all the espionage about stocks and stuff and I just didn't care what why she needs money to go do this. She, at one point she's walking through when she's going to the thing with the with a Liam and the Mantis and she's like buy this and she's walking I think she's buying the building she was at. I don't know. Like Bruce Wayne when he when he when he's in the hot tub or in the pool with the ladies. I don't fuck it. I don't know why she's doing what she's doing. I'm I'm gonna guess they're gonna get into that. I want, I'm looking forward to because f- I saw in the, in the next time that they didn't say next time on, but she's talking to Charlotte and Charlotte's like, "What am I like? What am I supposed to do?" And so they're gonna have some of that in there. I'm looking forward to me jumping on board fully with what the show's gonna be in, for the rest of the season. But I'm gonna get out of here. Go to liwstudios.com. Um, and check out all the videos and podcasts. I, the reason I paused right there is because I was going to say I'm choosing these episodes based on a bingo hopper. So I'm going back and forth between, you know, either this, you know, Westworld or American Horror Story or Fear the Walking Dead or The Walking Dead or Tales from the Crypt or whatever the fuck else I got on there. So if you want to hear any of those shows, they're on LAWstudios.com. Every Tuesday night, we do a couple Twilight Zones for LAW Twilight Zone Review. Uh, that's on Loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Every Wednesday night, that's on 10 p.m. Eastern, by the way, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, every Wednesday night, though, we do an anthology show. It's a random anthology show. And then we do either a John Carpenter, John Frankenheimer, or Nick Cage movie. It kind of alternates. So that's that. Um, I don't know what else to say. I'm just going to get out of here. So until next time, in the meantime, uh, hopefully my voice is better next time. I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizen. So long, Dolores. So long, Maeve. So long, Bernard. So long. I think the Man of Black's coming back soon. But Liam, he's not going to make it for very much longer. He's going to die.